Hello, my friends, and welcome to day 327 of Bible in a Year with Bill. It's November 25th, and today, another Old Testament book. We're going to read the entire book of Joel. It's three chapters. Now, Joel uses a famine due to a devastating plague of locusts to picture the coming day of the Lord. He calls on God's people to repent and turn to the Lord, promising that everyone who does so will be saved and will receive God's Spirit. As we go through this book, let's listen to God's call to repent of our sins so that we may be saved and be filled with the Holy Spirit. So today we're going to be reading the entire book of Joel, chapters 1 to 3, and then we're going to finish off today's reading with Psalm 149. So let's get right into it with the book of Joel, chapter 1. God's message to Joel, son of Pethuel. Attention, elder statesmen, listen closely, everyone, whoever and wherever you are. Have you ever heard of anything like this? Has anything like this ever happened? Before? Ever? Make sure you tell your children, and your children tell their children, and their children their children. Don't let this message die out. What the chewing locust left, the gobbling locust ate. What the gobbling locust left, the munching locust ate. What the munching locust left, the chomping locust ate. Sober up, you drunks. Get in touch with reality and weep. Your supply of booze is cut off. You're on the wagon, like it or not. My country's being invaded by an army, invincible, past numbering, teeth like those of a lion, fangs like those of a tiger. It has ruined my vineyards, stripped my orchards, and clear-cut the country. The landscape's a moonscape. Weep like a young virgin dressed in black, mourning the loss of her fiancé. Without grain and grapes, worship has been brought to a standstill in the sanctuary of God. The priests are at a loss. God's ministers don't know what to do. The fields are sterile. The very ground grieves. The wheat fields are lifeless. Vineyards dried up. Olive oil gone. Dirt farmers despair. Grape growers wring your hands. Lament the loss of wheat and barley. All crops have failed. Vineyards dried up. Fig trees withered. Pomegranates, date palms, and apple trees. Dead wood everywhere. And joy is dried up and withered in the hearts of the people. And also you priests, put on your robes and join the outcry. You who lead people in worship, lead them in lament. Spend the night dressed in gunny sacks, you servants of my God. Nothing's going on in the place of worship. No offerings, no prayers, nothing. Declare a holy fast. Call a special meeting. Get the leaders together. Round up everyone in the country. Get them into God's sanctuary for serious prayer to God. What a day. Doomsday. God's judgment day has come. The strong God has arrived. This is serious business. Food is just a memory at our tables, as are joy and singing from God's sanctuary. The seeds in the field are dead. Barns deserted. Grain silos abandoned. Who needs them? The crops have failed. The farm animals groan. Oh, how they groan. The cattle mill around. There's nothing for them to eat. Not even the sheep find anything. God, I pray, I cry out to you. The fields are burning up. The country is a dust bowl. 
Forest and prairie fires rage unchecked. Wild animals dying of thirst look to you for a drink. Springs and streams are dried up. The whole country is burning up. Joel chapter 2 Blow the ram's horn trumpet in Zion. Trumpet the alarm on my holy mountain. Shake the country up. God's judgment's on its way. The day's almost here. A black day, a doomsday. Clouds with no silver lining, like dawn light moving over the mountains. A huge army is coming. There's never been anything like it, and never will be again. Wildfire burns everything before this army, and fire licks up everything in its wake. Before it arrives, the country is like the Garden of Eden. When it leaves, it is Death Valley. Nothing escapes unscathed. The locust army seems all horses, galloping horses, an army of horses. It sounds like thunder leaping on mountain ridges, or like the roar of wildfire through grass and brush, or like an invincible army shouting for blood, ready to fight, straining at the bit. At the sight of this army, the people panic, faces white with terror. The invaders charge. They climb barricades. Nothing stops them. Each soldier does what he's told. So disciplined, so determined, they don't get in each other's way. Each one knows his job and does it. Undaunted and fearless, unswerving and unstoppable, they storm the city, swarm its defenses, loot the houses, breaking down doors, smashing windows. They arrive like an earthquake, sweeping through like a tornado. Sun and moon turn out their lights, stars black out. God himself bellows in thunder as he commands his forces. Look at the size of that army and the strength of those who obey him. God's judgment day, great and terrible. Who can possibly survive this? But there's also this. It's not too late. God's personal message. Come back to me and really mean it. Come fasting and weeping, sorry for your sins. Change your life, not just your clothes. Come back to God, your God. And here's why. God is kind and merciful. He takes a deep breath, puts up with a lot. This most patient God, extravagant in love, always ready to cancel catastrophe. Who knows? Maybe he'll do it now. Maybe he'll turn around and show pity. Maybe, when all's said and done, there'll be blessings full and robust for your God. Blow the ram's horn trumpet in Zion. Declare a day of repentance, a holy fast day. Call a public meeting. Get everyone there. Consecrate the congregation. Make sure the elders come. But bring in the children too. Even the nursing babies. Even men and women on their honeymoon. Interrupt them and get them there. Between sanctuary entrance and altar, let the priests, God's servants, weep tears of repentance. Let them intercede. Have mercy, God, on your people. Don't abandon your heritage to contempt. Don't let the pagans take over and rule them and sneer. And so where is this God of theirs? At that, God went into action to get his land back. He took pity on his people. God answered and spoke to his people. Look, listen, I'm sending a gift. Grain and wine and olive oil. The fast is over. Eat your fill. I won't expose you any longer to contempt among the pagans. I'll head off the final enemy coming out of the north and dump them in a wasteland. Half of them will end up in the Dead Sea, the other half in the Mediterranean. There they'll rot, a stench to high heaven. The bigger the enemy, the stronger the stench. 
Fear not, earth. Be glad and celebrate. God has done great things. Fear not, wild animals. The fields and meadows are greening up. The trees are bearing fruit again. A bumper crop of fig trees and vines. Children of Zion, celebrate. Be glad in your God. He's giving you a teacher to train you how to live right. Teaching like rain out of heaven, showers of words to refresh and nourish your soul just as he used to do. And plenty of food for your body, silos full of grain, casks of wine, and barrels of olive oil. I'll make up for the years of the locust, the great locust devastation, locusts savage, locusts deadly, fierce locusts, locusts of doom, that great locust invasion I sent your way. You'll eat your fill of good food. You'll be full of praises to your God, the God who has set you back on your heels in wonder. Never again will my people be despised. You'll know without question that I'm in the thick of life with Israel, that I'm your God, yes, your God, the one and only real God. Never again will my people be despised. And that's just the beginning. After that, I will pour out my spirit on every kind of people. Your sons will prophesy, also your daughters. Your old men will dream. Your young men will see visions. I'll even pour out my spirit on the servants, men and women both. I'll set wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth below. Blood and fire and billowing smoke, the sun turning black and the moon blood red before the judgment day of God, the day tremendous and awesome. Whoever calls help God gets help. On Mount Zion and in Jerusalem there will be a great rescue just as God said. Included in the survivors are those that God calls. Joel, chapter 3. In those days, yes, at that very time, when I put life back together again for Judah and Jerusalem, I'll assemble all the godless nations. I'll lead them down into Judgment Valley and put them all on trial and judge them one and all because of their treatment of my own people Israel. They scattered my people all over the pagan world and grabbed my land for themselves. They threw dice for my people and used them for barter. They would trade a boy for a whore, sell a girl for a bottle of wine when they wanted a drink. As for you, Tyre and Sidon and Philistia, why should I bother with you? Are you trying to get back at me for something I did to you? If you are, forget it. I'll see to it that it boomerangs on you. You robbed me, cleaned me out of silver and gold, carted off everything valuable to furnish your own temples. You sold the people of Judah and Jerusalem into slavery to the Greeks in faraway places. But I'm going to reverse your crime. I'm going to free those slaves. I'll have done to you what you did to them. I'll sell your children as slaves to your neighbors, and they'll sell them to the far-off Sabians. God's verdict. Announce this to the godless nations. Prepare for battle. Soldiers at attention. Present arms. Advance. Turn your shovels into swords. Turn your hoes into spears. Let the weak one throw out his chest and say, I'm tough. I'm a fighter. Hurry up, pagans. Wherever you are, get a move on. Get your act together. Prepare to be shattered by God. Let the pagan nation set out for Judgment Valley. There I'll take my place at the bench and judge all the surrounding nations. Swing the sickle, the harvest is ready. Stomp on the grapes, the wine press is full. The wine vats are full, overflowing with vintage evil. 
Mass confusion, mob uproar in Decision Valley. God's judgment day has arrived in Decision Valley. The sky turns black, sun and moon go dark, stars burn out. God roars from Zion, shouts from Jerusalem. Earth and sky quake in terror, but God is a safe hiding place, a granite safe house for the children of Israel. Then you'll know for sure that I'm your God, living in Zion, my sacred mountain. Jerusalem will be a sacred city, posted no trespassing. What a day! Wine streaming off the mountains, milk rivering out of the hills, water flowing everywhere in Judah, a fountain pouring out of God's sanctuary, watering all the parks and gardens. But Egypt will be reduced to weeds in a vacant lot, Edom turned into barren badlands, all because of brutalities to the Judean people, the atrocities and murders of helpless innocents. Meanwhile, Judah will be filled with people, Jerusalem inhabited forever. The sins I haven't already forgiven, I'll forgive. God has moved into Zion for good. And now let's complete... The reading for day 327 with Psalm 149. Hallelujah! Sing to God a brand new song. Praise Him in the company of all who love Him. Let all Israel celebrate their sovereign Creator. Zion's children exult in their King. Let them praise His name in dance. Strike up the band and make great music. And why? Because God delights in his people, festoons, plain folk with salvation garlands. Let true lovers break out in praise, sing out from wherever they're sitting. Shout the high praises of God, brandish their swords in the wild sword dance, a portent of vengeance on the God-defying nations, a signal that punishment's coming, their kings chained and hauled off to jail, their leaders behind bars for good, the judgment on them carried out to the letter, and all who love God in the seat of honor. Hallelujah! And so, Lord, our sovereign creator, our king, Lord, I pray that you would bless this reading today. I pray, Lord, that this reading today would reach the ears of those who need to hear it. And thank you for that. And thank you, my friends, for joining me here today on day 327 of Bible in a Year with Bill. I hope to see you tomorrow. Take care now.